All right, let's go ahead and take care of housekeeping first. It is I, the Wayfair, here as always with the captain of the igloo. Um, housekeeping, make sure you go follow us on Instagram at the self pod. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this at, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Alexa got a command. Where else? Everywhere else. You got a, You got us, yeah. Everywhere else, except Everywhere. for title, until we get on title. Yeah. We'll be on title one day. <laughs> um, yeah, make sure you go check out the over-the-counter episodes. Those come out every Friday. Uh, those episodes will be giving um, advice, engaging with the listeners, picking topics directly from y'all. So make sure uh, if you want to participate in those or, or uh, give us topic ideas, uh, you can call into the show. Um, if you need to stay anonymous, we can do that for you, too. Just hit us in the DMs and we can figure that out. Um, um, I guess someone told me we were unclear when we went what we meant by call in because they thought we were talking about calling live. Oh no 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 no! no. We meant you let that us range. know you want to talk about something, yeah. and we'll set a time to call in. <laughs> we don't do live calling yet. Well, we'll get there eventually, but I don't know if we want to do live calling, bro. You don't want to hear the crazy people live? No, okay, I don't. nobody's gonna call anyways. <laughs> I don't. But, you know. I don't. <laughs> I don't. All right. uh, but yeah, no, if you do want to call in about something, we can incorporate you into the show. So we'll figure out a time and a schedule to get you to call in and we'll figure that out. Yes. Um, but we do have that capability. Um, I feel like this organic shout out for this week should be done by you. Uh, uh, thanks for telling me right now. Yeah, um, for sure. It's predominantly black, though. Uh, <laughs> so predominantly black is a monochromatic clothing and handmade fragrance house. And you bought a candle from them, right? Yeah. They have a really... Really dope candles And if you go on their website The artwork for the candle holders Are actually really Really dope um, They're kind of Pricey If you're used to getting Like the Bed and What was it Bed and Bath and Body Works Whatever the Hell that place is called <laughs> uh, So you used to get Like 10 12 dollar candles It's a little pricey But it's very high quality they have excellent Customer service And the presentation Is really dope So I would highly recommend them And it's owned by A black woman So Support. Yeah, super dope. They've been seen in New York Magazine, Cosmopolitan, out of LA. Uh, make sure you go follow them on Instagram at Predominantly Black. Go check out some of their shit. shit yeah, and they got lingerie and know that. stuff too. If you're into that, monochromatic. That reminds me of the all black wedding I was trying to have. Monochromatic <laughs> black, but whatever. That's a different subject. Pain is still, still there. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> Welcome, 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 hear ye, hear ye, to the Self-Medicated Podcast for September 21st, 2020. Uh, what is this, episode 35, some yes, shit like yes, that? Yes, sir, 35. Oh, man, I'm on point today. Let's go, let's do it. <laughs> it is I, your host, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. The Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. The Box Hunter. <laughs> A.K.A. One Pop Poppy, A.K.A. The Bottom Feeder, and here with a special, special guest today, Deezy. Welcome. Hey. What's the word? What's the word? How's everybody doing this week? How are y'all feeling? What's the word? What's on your minds? What up, though? I'm good. I'm feeling good. How are y'all? I feel good. Yeah, I had a good week. 
only had to work four days, so that's always a good thing, in my my opinion. So the weekend was longer, and it actually felt like it was a long weekend. A lot of times, it doesn't you don't get that feeling. So uh, I enjoyed it. I'm enjoying my week. That's what's up. That's what's up. I uh, got the wedding update for us. Yeah, we are, we are making progress. We we uh, we chose colors. Colors. Um, colors. We chose God. Did we? Did I talk about the colors that I wanted on this last week? Did we talk about that? A little. Anymore? But talked about. Well, nah, not yeah. in not in depth. Okay. So the interesting thing about this wedding is, or just the wedding in general, and the, and the planning for it is, there's a whole lot of things that I never thought that I cared about. Number one, and a whole lot of things that I think are just wholly unnecessary, just completely. Just a scam, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, but the things that I never thought I would care about are things like the colors and like just certain elements of like who the photographer is or things like that that I never thought I would care about. And now that I'm in the process of having to like choose or help choose, uh, is very interesting. So like the whole color thing, right? So our our, our wedding is going to be Juneteenth. It's all black wedding like it's a black affair basically right will there be any white people there very few a they, predominantly black it's affair. a predominantly <laughs> call back hey <laughs> can the white drunk, people just be we? the servers <laughs> it's about damn time <laughs> right um yeah no i don't yeah i think it might be literally like three white white folks there nah, make them the servers make them do something <laughs> they will be spending some bread um yeah anyway so the uh, so like the all black wedding, color wise was something that I thought would have been dope too. Even if it was monochromatic, like different shades of black, but just all mm. black wedding, right? Um, cool. Just all black everything. That idea was not embraced, and I was surprised that I cared how much that it wasn't embraced. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait a minute, what you mean? <laughs> no, <laughs> like like. <laughs> It's just it makes nod. so much sense for the day you're getting married. Yeah, and I and I thought it was cool because like pretty much everything I do is at least a double entendre, right? Like it has some <laughs> some multiple meanings behind it, mm. and so I felt like that would have been a really cool idea. Um, but that got wrote it down. Yeah, that was negotiated out. Well, but, why weren't they feeling it? Um, the colors were expensive, and they wanted to add white. Got it. Yes. They wanted a black and white affair. Yes. Even though it's predominantly black event. Yes. I got you. I'm just keep dropping them for the rest of this episode. Yeah. So uh, there's that. How are you going to feel when somebody steals your all black wedding idea a year from now in the same mm. venue? At the same venue <laughs> with the same Bitches. caterer. <laughs> Food <wild>. trucks. Mm. <laughs> just your wedding, but with just all black. And someone else. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people have two weddings these days, man. Man, Quality. nah. Fuck Some of that. us trying to get one wedding. <laughs> yeah, no. one, think carefully, shit. <laughs> one, one and done enough. it. One is, one is plenty. <laughs> But um, yeah, man, it, it's just uh, very interesting. So yeah, we finalized the colors this week. I think, um, I think we have uh, narrowed down our like real caterers. We about to also finesse some folks and just. Get uh, some have y'all started meals. going to try the meals yet? No, nah, not yet. Oh, uh, Okay. 
Uh, but we'll we'll probably be doing that in the next week or so. Um, save the dates are getting ready to go out. Uh, we got our engagement photos back. I, I know you weren't the most excited about those. How did those come out? Uh, still feel cool. the same. Okay, they were cool. I <laughs> mean, what was your venue for your engagement photos? Where did you shoot them at? Promontory Point. Dope. Yeah. Blackity black. I love it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't sound as enthused as I feel about about the venue at least. What happened? Was it just not you just weren't feeling it? I mean I th- I mean I th- okay, I talked about it on the last podcast. It just wasn't or I think I talked about it. I might not have said it on air. Yeah, that might have been behind BTS. Um is uh, Jesus Christ, do I want to do this? Fuck it. So I was not uh, trying to choose his wording. (laughs) I was not the most excited about (laughs) about like um, the the photo shoot itself, just because it wasn't like really relevant, like poses or scenery. Oh, I got you. So it wasn't like. A venue where you have a history together You didn't like first kiss at Promontory Or have like date night there or anything Nah Okay I see that Nah Um, Yeah nah It was So it it just didn't feel like it was ours It just felt like some regular cookie cutter ass Wasn't unique Yeah It was like a stock photo of an engagement shoot to you Yeah like. Like it just didn't feel like us and I'm and this is another thing where I'm not I don't it's not I'm not tripping I don't yeah. care right like otherwise I would have raised more hell about it like but like it's just a it's like a kind of a whatever thing for me yeah and there's a lot of things like that and there's a lot of things that I'm just like really passionately not trying to pay for <laughs> okay <laughs> so I don't know it's a very interesting process, man. Again, I also have to reiterate, as always, having the Haitian sensation as a partner in this is so dope because, again, the fact that she's been, like, doing all of this research her whole life yeah. <laughs> has been <laughs> extremely helpful. I would be, I would probably be way more upset, frustrated, and pissed off about just random things than I am right now. Um, so, oh, we also picked a DJ. We, we've actually done a lot of Are you going with DJ? Things. Hmm? You're going with the DJ, not a band? Yeah, we're doing a, we're doing a DJ. <laughs> sure. okay. The band cover of Back That Ass Up probably would have been really good, though. That would have been lit. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been lit, yeah. Yeah, it depends on what, like, man. If I had money and could hire the Roots as the band, it would oh be amazing. <laughs> this is why I don't want to get married, because I can't afford the wedding that I want to have. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? There was something else that happened this week. That I thought was important Oh we went to the cigar lounge right Yeah After the cigar lounge we went to uh, The Haitian Sensation went to Gibson's right mm-hmm. um, So Gibson's Right now Downtown Chicago Autumn's restaurants They're doing seating outside right? Correct So yep. have you been in that little area I have It looks like a whole nother city It don't even look like Chicago It feels like Italy because when I look, think of Italy, it's always people sitting outside of a cafe. Yes. Dining al fresco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It kind of has that vibe. It was very, very interesting to see the city of Chicago in that light. It was like, oh, shit, this kind of 
it's kind of cold over here. Um, <laughs> you were outside then? Yeah. yeah so we when outside. I went out there last, this is just after that shooting they had in the Gold Coast. Uh-huh. And uh, we were sitting down eating and like people just started clapping and cheering. They're like, you know, woo, yeah, yeah. What the, what the fuck is going on? Nah. So, you know, it happened again. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Then finally, the second time, I see some cops walking by and these white people over there cheering and screaming for the cops. So, like, every time some fucking cops came through, these motherfuckers, yeah, woo! I'm like, these white people have no clue. <laughs> no, they have a clue. They get one shooting. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Oh, no. So, it was, yeah. I feel weird about being in the Gold Coast, bro. There's a lot of dope shit over there. I just don't like none of them people that populate that area. Black people are taking over over there, though. That is true. That a is lot true. more black people over there than in the last 10 years. Like, yeah. it was probably like 40% black people. When I was uh, out there, um, when I went to Gibson's mm. a couple months ago. Yeah, man. Shout out to Gibson's. I got one of you not one of their knives. <laughs> what do you mean you got one of their knives? I got one of their knives. It fell into uh, your pocket? funny. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what steak you go with? Um, I went with the Chicago cut. Okay. Um, no, you're talking about that Wagyu. They didn't have it. Really? Nope. Sold out? Have it. No, they just, just wasn't on the menu. They didn't have it. Um, I, I appreciate that between. though that they didn't. They didn't have it. That means that they are getting cuts like only certain times. It's not just sitting in the back waiting for you. <laughs> that's that, a good point. That makes me feel good because that's a that's, a, good a, that's a beautiful cut. A exactly. You don't want that shit just hanging out in the back waiting for I'm whoever also orders not it. Mad that they didn't have it. <laughs> I don't, like that. That adds to the exclusivity of it. Right? Yeah. Like oh damn, I could elusive. Get it this time. Yeah. That and some blue label. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, the uh, double baked potato was good as fuck mm-hmm. As you recommended um, Trying to think What else Yeah. Y'all both got steak Nobody got the lamb chops Nah nobody got the lamb chops okay. I think I might get the lamb chops next time Yeah those are on point too Oh and then the other thing that I did That was super cool this week Was Friday for the Lakers game uh, we had this little projector in the crib that I think Whitney got for her birthday like two, three years ago, like one of these little mini projectors. Yeah. So I projected the Lakers game outside in my like in the, like, oh, the front area um, and smoked that extra cigar. Okay. Um, that was a good was, game, too. Yeah. No, it wasn't. The Lakers blew the ass. Exactly. Like, I mean, it wasn't exciting <laughs> to watch, but yes, it was, yeah. as a Lakers fan, it was a good game. Um, but that was fun. I learned that Jen does not pair well with cigars gin does yeah that's yeah yeah no nah, it sounds like it wouldn't yeah nah, just the notes not. of the gin and the notes they always recommend having with the cigar yeah it wasn't the it doesn't movie. have any of those <laughs> this is all floral yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it wasn't uh, the hibiscus <clears throat> herbaceous which word is it herbaceous <laughs> herbaceous yeah because like hendrix is cucumber based Her- so that's the least floral of them hibiscus um, love me some right. gin hilarious <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Um, so yeah, man, this was a, a pretty decent week. Um, yeah, that's what it was. It was not a great week. Oh, that's the motor. I was like, wait, what sound effect was that? It was not a great week uh, for the Cardi B and Offset household. Nah, Cardi B filed for divorce, y'all. Um, yeah. She did that. I want to get your initial thoughts when you first heard that Cardi B was divorced and offset. What were your what did, what did you think? 
Did you believe it? Did you think it was some bullshit? Did you like? I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is why. <laughs> I don't care, <laughs> but nah. also I'm not surprised. Like they're both pretty young, mm-hmm. and I don't quite know why they got married. I feel like they got married relatively fast, um, and I don't know why somebody would marry a rap superstar that doesn't have the best history as far as um, quality. Of character when it comes to treating women well, is that true? I mean, he got a bunch of what two baby mamas before her. Yeah, but they both he raps them, about right? sleeping with women, different types of women. Who cares what he raps about? But if you live your raps, there's <laughs> <laughs> one. You know, I think he lives those raps. <laughs> so like, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> as far as I know, though, he don't have no problems with his baby mamas. I think I'm not problems with him, but the fact that he has a couple. So well, that's a that means you have a bad history. I know a couple people with multiple baby mamas that are great human beings. Yeah, I'm not gonna deny that part, but usually when guys have multiple, they aren't the most committed. I'm not going. I'm not. Why not? No, I'm not rolling. How many dudes do you know with multiple baby mamas that are always in long term committed relationships? I know one immediately. That's all you're gonna know immediately. <laughs> no, that, no, I'm saying that the one that was immediately and comes our, to mind. But is, more is, in the, is he in a relationship with one of the baby mamas? Yes. Yeah, see, I don't even. Does he have more than one and he's in a relationship with one? Yes. So he has three kids? No. Two? Two kids, yep. That might work. If you got more than two, it don't work. That starts to become. Because it's too many people. Like, if you got well, one. He moved them in together. What are you talking about? It but you're talking about you mean these guys done. have so much money though, right? Oh, yeah. So that yeah. changes a lot of things. Different when you have money, because like you know me on this regular human level here, <laughs> talking to guys with multiple baby mamas, it's a lot. It's a lot, and when they don't have money, it does not make shit easy at all. So, well, yeah, yeah, I could see that being difficult. Why do you think they broke up? Or what? No, 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 no. Why do you think Cardi is filing for a divorce? I thought people were saying because the offset cheated. I don't know if that was a proven fact or just a rumor. If it, actually, she said it wasn't true and that was some bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I did read an article that said that they argued a lot and mm. she was done arguing. That's what that's what she said. So I think she went on Instagram live after like oh the whole week went by. Everybody coming up with like wild ass stories. Apparently, so I say he had a baby on the way and some more shit. And you know, if that's true, only time. Right. It only takes about nine months. Um, <laughs> but apparently, Cardi was on her IG saying like, "Nah, that all of that is not true." Basically, we was just arguing way too much, and before it got to the point where we couldn't stand each other, it's better to just leave it now, while we can still be at least cordial and like. Yeah. Handle business in a way that's benefiting everybody before it should get nasty. You think they tried therapy, like couples therapy? Well, I don't even believe that. But if that was true, no, I don't think they tried <laughs> couples therapy either. No. Yeah. Can you be? Can you imagine being their therapist though? Bro. That shit would be dope. Honestly, well, I, I'm just curious because, like, I know. To me, I of course I'm not in that relationship, but if that's the case, I feel like maybe that's something you guys can work out. What, were, what do you think they were arguing about? If they were arguing a lot, I'm probably assuming because Offset didn't have that same amount of money coming in when they first met because they got those contract issues where they felt like they were getting 
Jerked out of some money But I'm pretty sure Offset also Was the type of individual Based on some of the things That happened early on In their relationship Where like I think he got in trouble For cheating Then he had to propose On stage Or something like that Then that happened Apologized on stage Yeah Yeah, Rolling loud actually Yeah. Yeah And um the issue with the two young women that he was trying to help out. <laughs> so like, <laughs> that I'm assuming like he probably showed women more attention than what she would want him to, and that I can see that causing a lot of different arguments. But again, I'm just making pulling it out my ass based off of past history. Yeah, it's uh, it's really hard to say. I don't. I, I do think that it's probably very likely for especially celebrity couples who are spending so much more time around each other now than they probably ever have at any point of their careers. Absolutely. Because of the coronavirus, ain't nowhere to go filming, ain't no mm. videos to shoot for real, ain't no traveling, ain't no shows, ain't no touring. Yeah. Like y'all niggas is together together <laughs> a lot. And I wonder how that impacts uh, specifically like, like rich people who travel and do it like do a lot of movement who can't do such now got to spend more time with that people with them people in your lives and i wonder how that's affecting them um i can totally see cardi being offset just not really for real for real liking each other that much you know what i mean like once they spend this amount of time it's like damn you annoying as hell <laughs> right on both ends right like i can see them yeah. saying that about each other and it's like if what Cardi is saying is true, like they just wanted to end it now while it's still just arguing before it get nasty, I think that's dope. I think that's commendable. Um, divorce isn't dope. That's not like encouraging. And also, you always want to see like couples in hip hop work out. But I also think this is like a really, if she, what she's saying is true, I think that's a really good reason to like go ahead and end it now before it should get ugly. Yeah. That's pretty mature of them. I agree. And I hope people. Hear that Hear what she's saying mm-hmm. That you can get out of shit Before it like blows up For sure I think that that's really important A lot of us maybe don't do that But it's an option It's out there Definitely um, I think she's lying though 100% Yeah no. <laughs> There's not a doubt But you know what It is what it is Like if this is how she's trying To smooth things over Like that's respectful as well But like I said If there's a child We will know It will be here shortly True Um, If there's cheating allegations Those DM screenshots Always come out And Offset is a terrible speller By the way That shit really blew my mind (laughs) Last time reading What he was writing back To these girls Um, But yeah Like you know In due time or we won't find out because I still don't know what happened in the elevator with with um, Solange and Jay. So maybe oh, you we haven't been paying attention. Maybe he came well, out. Yeah, well, we what was it? Because I missed it. Enlighten me. Uh huh. I've been reading books. Yeah. <laughs> well, she beat him up, but what was said? Oh, you. Some, oh. Like well, why? What that was, exactly isn't sure, but okay. it's pretty. What? No, it's pretty confirmed. Is that Solange confronted Jay yes. about him cheating? Okay, in the elevator, and she ain't like his response. He <laughs> did. He was not on the humble. He was kind of like, "Bitch, get out our business." Oh, is that what happened? And See, I missed she that was part. Like, Nigga, this is my business. I like this is that. my sister. And yeah, so. put the pause on. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So I, I hadn't heard that, but uh, yeah. Okay. I saw the video, but I hadn't heard the gotcha. background story. Got gotcha, you. Got you. Um. Yeah, and yeah, so there's that. Um, but I have a different take. I think this is all fake. I think she's filing for the divorce. And I think in probably a month or two, 
we're going to see that they're going to actually try to give it one more chance and try to work it out one more time. Is that couple's album going to drop too? Um, I don't think so. That's not to the same label. It doesn't make sense for them to drop a joint album. They're not on the same label. They have the same management. They got the same management. That's yeah. what I meant, right? Yeah, they're on different yeah. labels, you're right. And that also actually maybe a bigger <laughs> reason why they can't do any business. Do they have... They got a bunch of songs together, but I don't think they have any songs with just Offset and Cardi. It's all mm. Cardi and Migos. All of them niggas is on all the songs mm-hmm. together. It is a family affair. Mm-hmm. What's no that? Cardi and Offset songs? I mean, I'm not going to argue because I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to like, I don't no, care. actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't think I don't think they actually for real for real finna get divorced. I think they're. Extremely annoyed with each other right now, and mm. I think that it'll be it'll be fine. Do you think, think there also could be an issue of him realizing he's playing second fiddle in that relationship as far as like the popularity and stardom of the artist? I don't, I don't know because he came in it's like possible. that. Yeah, it's possible, so but know. it's possible, but I don't well, think niggas is. I don't think niggas be ego driven, though, man. Yeah, you're right. But I don't know. Especially in rap. I don't know. For some reason, I don't see him as. I don't see any any of the Migos as those type of people. Not take off? Nah, especially not take off. The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Especially not take off. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't see it that way. Okay. I don't know why. Um, that shit was funny though. I did see a meme that said, uh, "For the record, black men still don't cheat." Because uh, Offset is amigo, Mexican. <laughs> he doesn't count because right. no, he he's amigo. Count. Nope. That's Look, great. Tristan Thompson is from Canada. That's true. <laughs> and Offset is amigo. We're still out here. So that question. that doesn't apply to the diasporas, basically what you're telling nope. me. Okay. We're only talking about American men. Okay. We don't know what these other countries would do. <laughs> you know how them Caribbean brothers get down, so we <gasps> can't claim them. <laughs> the other uh, topic that was interesting about this uh, conversation that I heard kind of sparked was: Do you think that Sweetie don't want Quavo hanging out with Offset anymore? Like, do you think that's a conversation? Like. Mm. I don't want you around him. I don't want y'all hanging out type shit. Even though they what? Cousins? One of them is an uncle. I was, I was going to say, that's somebody is an uncle. I think Takeoff is both is Quavo and Offset's uncle, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Huh. Um, it's too late now. How, did, <laughs> How are you and I going to hang out with somebody you're in a music group with? Have you ever been in a... Let's take it off of them. Have you ever been in a relationship where your significant other didn't want you hanging out with one of your friends because they were... Ain't shit? <laughs> <laughs> ain't shit <laughs> like, I definitely have. For real? Yeah. You still friends with that person? Um, No. Was it because of the situation or was it because of something else? It was just just moving apart, growing growing apart. Mm-hmm. So you you think that person takes that as a W on for them, the person you were dating? I don't think uh, I don't think they think of it that way. I take it as an L, <laughs> right? Looking back, but yeah. I don't think they even think of it in terms of that. I think they were genuinely uncomfortable with <laughs> me being around that person because <laughs> they was fucking wilder, bro. 
Mm, fair enough. Have you ever been in that situation? Either one of y'all? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't think it was a point where I, I was faced with an ultimatum per se. Just more so someone not liking the people I hang out with. Have you ever been that friend? Nah. No. no. I've take I've been a scapegoat as that friend. What you mean? So I had a homie who used to always get caught up in his shenanigans. <laughs> And a good amount of those times, like me and him would have been together at a part of that night. So I would get, mm. I would be like the alibi a lot. Yeah. So number one, like I was kind of a scumbag at that time, but I wasn't wilding to the levels that he was explaining shit. Like, oh, those draws was Troy was over here. <laughs> those Troy draws. a girl over here. And it was that type of shit. It was like, oh, Troy brought a girl over here, and I ain't even, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even looking. So, how bright was like Shorty me. he was talking to that believed those stories? Um, <laughs> on, on paper, she was brilliant. Mm. Those be the dumbest ones, though. <laughs> on paper, she was brilliant, yeah. but uh, this nigga used to get the wildest shit <laughs> off that I ever heard. Like, literally, would be riding with him. On the way to fucking Texas, and he talking about, oh yeah, we on our way to <laughs> Arkansas for an eyeglass convention. And we the whole time, like we were like, yeah, we sitting at the airport right now. The whole time we are in our rental, flying down motherfucking the highway on our way to Flugersville, Texas, to do some wild shit. Flugersville. Yeah. It sounds like only wild things happen there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Those are good times, man. That Allegedly. scumbag Allegedly. phase is important, though. I think everybody needs oh, to. Yes. You got to get into that. Is there a difference between a scumbag phase and a hoe phase, or is that yes, the same thing? Is. No, it's a big difference. Same thing, just different name? I just think it's different roles. <laughs> okay. It's two different things. Uh, hoe phase, I think we all kind of pretty much have a at least a common understanding of what the hoe phase is. You're not really necessarily settling down with any one individual you're kind of experimenting doing your thing meeting a bunch of different people having fun doing your thing scumbag is when you treat people like shit mm. and i think the scumbag phase is important too because you learn the effects that you can have on people and by treating them certain ways you, you like you really can learn from that shit and i think especially for men and i say just for me it it, it I didn't understand the impacts of a lot of shit that I was doing and, and took it really lightly until I learned how it was affecting certain people. And that is a lot of what made me change my behavior. It's like, damn, I wasn't taking it this bad, but I see how it's affecting you. And I have to learn from that. So like that scumbag phase is very different than the whole phase. Hmm. Um, okay. And it's also it's, 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 it's similar. um um, and like when you're talking about like addiction, for example, a lot of times people aren't able to recover or get a hold or a handle on their addiction until they hit quote unquote rock bottom. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of that scumbag phase. It's like you have gotten to the point where you you have like a reckoning, a moment of reckoning. So like, toxic. Damn. Yes. <laughs> literally. Yes. You have become so toxic that you realize it. And like you got to you have to do some like real soul searching to like. Mm eradicate that shit you know what's interesting i think i attract guys that are like right out of the hump the scumbag phase mm. and it's 
it's just so complicated. Yeah. They'd be so damn messy. Bad, yeah, that's a bad But you feel bad for them because it's like they've had that moment of reckoning and they mm. really are trying to like make amends. But like not me, bro. Like yeah, you I need a little you. bit more time yeah. in yeah. this like debrief phase of your life to get your shit together. But it happens. Like they get to a point where they're like, I'm not about that shit anymore. And man. Yeah. <laughs> the stories are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You want to share some of those stories you've encountered? Nah, those are other people's stories. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, they won't know who you're talking about. Nah, just, I think that the breakdown between scumbag phase versus the whole phase was a really, a good one. Because the scumbag phase, for me, like, the guys that I know, they were just so fucking dirty. Like, taking people's money, mm. crashing cars, mm. like cheating in like beds that they shared with somebody else like just a lot of wild unnecessary shit scumbag they really embraced the scumbag role i mean God they damn. just took that shit on and then like one day they wake up and they're like okay i'm done <laughs> and it's I like i promise you it's not that easy that's what it seems like to me it, it probably seems like <laughs> like that but i promise you that shit what that are, shit are there like are there that. 10 steps before you can I mean, truly be out of it I know for me, what happened was it was kind of a step by step process. For mm -hmm. me, I felt like it was kind of like a, a bit of depression for a little while, feeling like really bad about myself and who I was. Like, damn, nigga, you ain't sh like you ain't shit for real, for real. Like, how could you mm -hmm. do this to someone that you claim to love and that loves you? Right. That type of shit. And then it went to, OK, well, why are you doing this? Right. And then it came to, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't have to do it. Like, mm -hmm. I could have. I could have, right? Then you can start going back and thinking about how you could have fixed the situation. Hindsight is beautiful like yeah. that, isn't it? And then the next part is, all right, well, now I, now, now I'm on some pussy again. So I got to figure out how to bring this new identity of mine into the dating world and trying to get some pussy, right? So now it's a whole new ballgame because your scumbag tricks you don't feel good about or confident about using no more. So now mm. you actually have to be an interesting person. Now you have to be... <laughs> gotta work you know on myself. Saying? You gotta... You know, exactly. You have to work on yourself. You have to be an actual better person. Mm. Um, and so it's interesting that what you were saying is folks who are just coming out of that scumbag phase are designing, redesigning themselves. They are. Life, right? Yeah. yeah, but like... I don't want to start her boyfriend. That's really what that shit comes down to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's some things that I'm too old for that. That's I like, think. that's some young girl shit. I like, if at this age, and I feel like a lot of them are coming out of that phase, like in their 30s, like they wild during their 20s. And then 30, 35 ish is when they're starting to like really realize, you know, I don't know if their knees are hurting or what, what the fuck is happening <laughs> to kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's like they wake up and they feel different. Like, you know, mm. they just can't handle shit like they used to. And all of a sudden it's like, let me find, you know, somebody who's going to hold me down. But mm, yeah. I found that a lot of them are very forthcoming with the fact that they like were ancient niggas before they got to me. And I'm like, I don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> like, I hear you. Like, I need you to know this. <laughs> it's true. Like, I need you. I have, I have had like a guy beseech me to listen. Like, I was fucking terrible. It was like, it was like confession, you yeah. know? And I was the priest. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this information. Mm. But thank you. Do you so. I was about to say, do you appreciate someone being forthcoming about their past? Or I do. But not everybody not can handle that. that. Not everybody mm -hmm. can handle that information. You know, so mm -hmm. for like me, I'm like, I listen, but I'm at that phase in my life where I'm not giving advice because like that's some shit you're going to have to come to on your own. Like I'm here to support you, but I, I cannot give you 
advice as to what next steps you need to take like that's so just a that journey you got to take on your own is that information that should be inquired for or volunteered i, like, I am i'm gonna be honest and the this is just DZ's perspective. I don't want to know that shit unless I ask you. You don't have mm-hmm. to offer that up. <laughs> like, if we are in a conversation and it somehow comes up, then by all means share it with me. But just, like, to offer it off the cuff, I didn't need it. <laughs> I really didn't. Would, um, would... Do you need to know someone's body count when I you don't, start dating them? And I don't need to share mine either. Okay. I actually had this conversation recently. I have found that bringing my past shit into my current shit is just no like a no go. It's like it doesn't make sense. Like mm. you don't need to know that every there's this phrase I like to throw out there, right? Every sinner has a past. Every saint has a future. You, you gotta said like, that like you came up with I that. Was about to say that. <laughs> no, I borrowed that shit from like who knows what podcast. I just had to like remember and not fuck it up when I said it here. Okay, you like this is phrase I use sometimes. No, but I I like throw <laughs> it out there to I have people. This personal saying. <laughs> One day in the shower, I came up with the following phrase. No, but I think that it's very valid, right? Like people mm. are allowed to have fucked up in their past, and they mm. don't have to identify themselves with all their fuck ups immediately when they meet you. If the shit comes up in conversation, absolutely, right? If you're comfortable sharing that. But I don't think that people need to disclose all their dirt. Like, yeah, just know most people have done some dirty shit in their past. That's, um, yeah, I, I thought that was a very interesting, I can't remember where I heard that conversation happening, but like asking like early on about, asking or being asked about your body count early on in a relationship. And it's like, that's fucking weird. Number one, mm. And me and the Haitian sensation had this conversation all the time. Listen, whatever the fuck you went through and did by the time I met you, all of that shit made the person that I fell in love with. Absolutely. For better or for worse. For better or for worse. (laughs) And most of that shit, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I'm I'm just grateful for who you were. I'm just happy I made it. So there's some, I mean, we all have like rough moments too, right? And I just don't think that people need to feel beholden to relive all the shit that they've gone through but again if like y'all are tight and you have like a really like open relationship where you can have the conversation and it happens organically then by all means but to sit me down and be like all right babe what's your body count none of your fucking business i don't think it should it could potentially be topics of conversation later on when the relationship is deeper or when something related comes up or if there's an issue that is rooted in something but from back I mean then, if we're out and co- dudes are constantly holler at me I can understand why you might be like or like making true. eyes at me then I could understand why you would be like damn girl like what's good but otherwise nah what you think uh uh one pop poppy what are, what are um, your thoughts? I was thinking about what you the part about um people revealing like their past to you pretty early on i think i'd rather have someone tell me than to see it manifest and me not really knowing why they're doing what they're doing so i've had experiences where like the first two weeks of knowing someone they tell me about like (laughs) like some crazy family drama like an abusive mother and brother and alcoholic father and other times I've experienced it where like people's behavior just seems really weird and out of the blue. Then I learned later on, oh, they have trust issues or they have had trauma dating other people in the past. So like I'd rather know up front. At least that way I know when I'm signing up for it and to just be bewildered by someone's actions kinda later down on the road and 
have no context for why they're doing what they're doing. How would you go about obtaining that information? Or do you ask like, hey, tell me your <laughs> we, traumas. We had, we had, I don't Share know. your traumas with me. I don't know where you take people on first dates, but like where we had we had Gibby's. Sit down. We just, we can't we hang just around no more older white people. You start picking up their terms. That's what Andy said. I know. That's why I said Gibby's. Who calls it that? Bro. Yeah, we. Yeah, you took you take Shorty to Gibby's. You know what I'm saying? Y'all order a little cocktail. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all get your Chicago cuts, medium, medium rare. Is that how you get your medium, yeah. medium rare? Um, I, and then you know, conversation commences. And how do you? I rarely. Well, I won't start a conversation like that, but I've had situations where someone set me down and it was like, what's the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to you in your whole life? Mm. And I told them what happened to me and they was like, this is what has happened to me. Like, this is like the first rip. two weeks of knowing them. And uh, then I've also had conversations where like early on, I've seen someone behave a certain way and I'm just like, oh, why did you do this or why did you feel that way? And then they tell me Usually it's not like a first day conversation. Right. I like to pay attention to people's um, actions and how they react to certain things that are said or done to them, whether that be at work, with a friend, or just our personal interactions. You usually can see some kind of trail or some kind of hint to something going on there. It's kind of similar to like a lot of the artists who have been signed to good music this and complaining about their... This is about to be the most epic segue ever. And complaining about their contracts and then having Kanye go on a rant about contracts and how he's been treated unfairly in his contracts and repping and um, caping, I guess, for other artists who aren't signed to him or his contracts. It's kind of similar to that, right? A little bit? Uh, yeah. I saw the Kanye rant, but then somebody told me that artists that have worked with him were complaining about bad business. Yeah. Then I said, doesn't that prove the rant? Because the rant was that people need to pay attention to these record deals and get their uh, masters. It's like a very meta discussion. Yeah, and like, it's a discussion about itself. What are you yeah. complaining for? He's still speaking for you. Yeah. I, think what he's saying, <laughs> I think what they're saying is it's hypocritical because nigga even offered the same deals to me. Like for you to complain about yeah. you being in those deals with someone else, how the fuck could you? Feel that way and then offer that same shit to me. Somebody well, the, that you claiming to fuck every, with. Your like, there's very standard contracts people sign. They're pretty much usually the same unless you have some kind of negotiating power. Right. So, like, everybody usually has that fa- same issue. Yeah, there's a lot of layers to this whole thing. It, it's a um, obviously connective tissue to what Joe Budden has been talking about and all mm-hmm. of that. But at the end of the day, all this, what this really has to do with is change going to come. <laughs> What's happening is more It's just transparency It's not that these deals are um, Uniquely Bad or You know uniquely designed To take advantage of Kanye West himself No it's not that It's that Record deals have been shitty Since the first one <laughs> This is yeah. That's what this is about And inherently And inherently so And with this So this whole conversation Being sparked Is not about The individual The individuals Or the individual deals Or um, The parameters Within the deals No This is about Changing um, 
the fundamental kind of agreement, legal binding agreement that is being formed between a corporation who has distribution and marketing power for, and the artist who has the creative power. Yeah. That's what this fundamental conversation is about. Now, the problem is it's fucking Kanye West <laughs> starting the conversation. And that means that it's going to get watered down. It's going to get converted to a whole life. It's going to get millie rocked until you can't recognize it yeah, anymore. True. Sometimes the messenger does affect the message. Yes. So I definitely see that. Cause like when you said Kanye started talking about the message, people are like, what, what about what you did with me? <laughs> they kind of water downs or detracts from what it was actually being said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get it. You're right. Any other thoughts on, on Mr. West and his rant? I mean, he talking some good shit. He's doing the right thing. I think like, this is what he does best. To He's start the second richest black man in America. Is that true? Did anyone fact check that? Uh, Hold, please. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to go with yes. Yeah, I believe it. If he, yeah. according to him, he's worth like $5 billion, and I think the next guy closest to him is the, um, what's the brother's name? Robert. Uh, it's not Robert Johnson, but uh, he's a, a hedge fund hedge fund. Manager and he donated like forty million to Robert uh, Smith. Yes, donated like forty million to um, Howard a couple years ago for oh, graduating yeah. class. Wasn't it Morehouse? Morehouse. Yep. My bad. Mm-hmm. The other one. What'd you? I thought she was about Part to do something. <laughs> the he other went to Morehouse. Bla- the you other that, black right? college. No, I'm making fun uh, of you. Okay. <laughs> all, yeah, all those niggers go to the same school. <laughs> <He's> so silly. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> According to Detroit News, Robert Smith, David Stewart, Oprah. Renf- Oprah Winfrey, Michael Jordan, and Jay Z are the five richest black people. How old is that? That's a February. Wait, no, no, no. Twenty twenty. Well, okay. February twenty twenty. Yeah. I guess Kanye would say after his um, Gap deal that made him worth five billion. All right. And that happened what last month? Last last two months, I think. Two months, okay. Gotta update them stats. Yeah, they do. But the white I mean, man said he was though. That's what made it force. Yeah, Ford, Ford. <laughs> that was one of the things he was complaining about though. Right? Was that he had been been a billionaire, but Forbes wouldn't report it. Yeah, that was weird because he was like talking about like how Forbes was a white supremacist organization. But at the same time, that using them to verify him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was weird. Problematic. But that I actually is... read the Forbes article, and if any of you are interested, the way it's written is just so interesting. It's like a conversation between madmen. Like honestly, it's like it almost reads as a transcript of the banter between Kanye West trying to prove why he's a billionaire and them trying to prove why maybe he's not really a billionaire. It's kind of crazy, oh, uh, but super interesting. I haven't read that. Okay, I gotta yeah. check that out. That sounds interesting. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. R.I.P.s to R.B.G. Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. Uh, Supreme Court Justice. Iconic. Women's right acts, women's rights activists. Mm-hmm. Take um, your time, baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, iconic Supreme Court justice. I think she made a ruling if hot dogs were sandwiches or not. She's done a lot in this country. She's done a lot for the culture. She's done a lot. She's definitely done a lot. I'm so mad at that. <laughs> Am I lying though? I don't think so. Oh man. 
You can end my line. <laughs> I did see someone say that um, it was a it was a lawyer. They were saying that if you're into law, watching her like writings or um, things she would write after they voted on something were like legal porn because she was like very eloquent and like basically dissing people or telling people why they were stupid for not agreeing with her. So I th- I thought that was cool. She had like those legal bars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, when you look at her entire body of work, you can do nothing. But, I mean, even fucking Trump said, you know, whether you agree with her or not, she was an amazing woman and led an amazing life. He said that? Trump said that, yeah. Wow. So, like, for him to even be able to be like, I can't even talk mm-hmm. shit about, he talked shit about John McCain. <laughs> he sure did. That shit was nasty. No, still don't like him. <laughs> right. He didn't, have, he didn't have no bars for her. So that. That at least is like yeah, kind of kind of impressive for her to just be like that. Um, I think she is definitely iconic. I think she's definitely done a lot. She's very very important. I am in almost disbelief at how motherfuckers is acting now that she's died though, because it is. <laughs> it's just the perfect expose of how you niggas act. With social media bro. <laughs> Do y'all remember when Ruth Bader Ginsburg Said that Colin Kaepernick was dumb And disrespectful for kneeling Do y'all remember that Nah Nobody remembers I, that She's right not now, my right? first go to for sports takes But yeah. I do not remember that one Nobody, nobody remembers that right I now don't. Mm. Nobody remembers how Fucking pissed all progressives Or people on the left were at her When she didn't step down When Obama was president Trying to elect someone new <laughs> Nobody remembers that all of a sudden And now There is a great picture of her hugging Obama though And I yeah, think people might be stuck really on nice that too. Yeah, <laughs> But it's just this revisionist history Absolutely. That people consistently mm-hmm. have about people Is so interesting to me So now all of a sudden When people hated her guts For calling Kaepernick literally dumb Or, or when folks were calling her selfish For not wanting to give up her seat People hated her. Now that she's gone, our democracy is in shambles. Now that she's gone, <laughs> right, there's no hope left for America. It's just these like <laughs> polarizing reactions to just shit that makes me feel uh, very wary of who I'm strapping up fighting for freedom with. Because some of you niggas are not to be trusted. Your values <laughs> and morals are flexible and that's not okay. I think it says a lot also about death culture, right? So we are not a society that's going to like drag somebody through the dirt nine times out of ten when somebody dies. And that's what you're seeing right now. Like, it depends on who it is. If you're white, yeah. <laughs> not if you're black. I don't know about white people. But for us, we don't <laughs> usually drag people after they've died, that's when you're focusing on like the good things that they've done, right? You give them their roses, their yeah, flowers, it's true. right? Usually, it's in poor taste if you do so. And that's for the those cultured people among us who's like, you know, <laughs> oh, shit. your your family didn't raise you to talk shit about a dead person. That's just like, that's an unacceptable action, in yeah. my opinion. But I think that you're absolutely correct um, that people often forget <laughs> the things that incited just. Rage in you at one point about a person are easily forgotten in situations like these. Um, what about George Bush's newfound popularity 
<laughs> I think it's kind of comical because he shares candy with Michelle Obama. Like this, is the type of shit I'm talking about. Like y'all, y'all must have forgot, huh? This has been a, <laughs> this is yeah, this like, has also been a really rough year for the collective psyche. Yeah. Like, let us not forget that this year has has like legit beat many of us down <laughs> in many many more ways than one so i think that people sometimes just try to grab onto like the little things that like i don't know take them away from the fact that like shit's kind of fucked up in 2020 it's been um, a little rough year that while that's true i do like a little bit more consistency out yeah of my comrades bro. absolutely is Honestly. she the whitest person to use an acronym for her name I feel like that's usually A traditionally a black person Type of thing And the fact that it's RBG Notorious Red RBG So we ain't gonna yeah. talk About that appropriation at all. Listen I think it was like Desus or one of them dudes From like podcast world Who was like Are we just gonna pretend Like she didn't steal This shit from Dead Press We just gonna <laughs> pretend Like that's not a thing It's just interesting man The things that we choose <laughs> To pick and choose To be okay with When it conveniently fits us It's just man. Absolutely amazing to me Is fucking phenomenal <laughs> nobody complains about the electoral college until a republican wins off the electoral college yeah there's yeah. every voting you what are we talking about nobody gives a shit about the electoral college until motherfuckers is salty that they lost because of that shit like it's so interesting Absolutely. like nobody yeah. has problems with anything until it affects you personally that is wild to me that's what i mean by having like being flexible in what you care about nah i don't i don't that shit makes me nervous bro you should care about something and it should apply across the board. Mm -hmm. Like, it shouldn't be flexible. It shouldn't. Certain shit shouldn't. It just shouldn't. I agree. Um, the one other thing that happened in the news that I thought was important was Nicki Minaj won her lawsuit against Tracy Chapman. Did you know they were in a legal battle? I did not. I did not. Uh, do you know why? Oh, okay, you didn't know that. She were. sampled one either. of her songs, I believe. Yeah, so. Who, who sampled whose song? Nikki sampled one of Tracy Chapman's <laughs> songs. Tracy Chapman's yeah. Listen, Tracy Chapman. People, people are doing some wild shit this year, so I was like, let me just make sure we're clear. Tracy Chapman tried to put bees on the trap on one of her greatest hits albums. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at you like, this dude got me fucked up right now. Okay. No, nah, Nikki sampled Tracy Chapman on the song and. Funkmaster Flex played the song uh, on the radio. Nicki Minaj did not put the song, the song on a mixtape. She didn't release the song. She didn't perform it. She just recorded it for her own self, and Flex played it on the radio one time. Do we know what song she sampled from Tracy Chapman? We do, but I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's out there. It's out there, yes. Okay. Maybe we'll, we'll add that part right here. Boom. <laughs> and so um, this was really, really wild because traditionally when folks have been sued over sampling music, it has been for um, like trying to maintain their creative control, but also for money. Right. Yeah. The main thing is for money. If you think about um, who was it? Uh, Pharrell and Robin Thicke. Who, who was it? Marvin Gaye's estate. Mm -hmm. That suit them It was because that song Got really fucking popular They bit his exact shit And made mm -hmm. a lot of money Directly based on that Right With the Tracy Chapman And Nicki Minaj situation It was interesting Because Nicki didn't make no money yeah. Off of Funk's, Funk Flex Playing that song And so it was more so About the autonomy And creative control Restricting artists And the And, and the power that Like estates Or whoever yeah. owns The music have To be able to Restrict that it's a good thing that 
Tracy Chapman lost. Yes, it is. Because if she would have won, then like Yeah. Probably a good sixty percent of music that we know and love today. Especially hip hop. Yeah, it would be yeah. no more. It would it just wouldn't be able to. Yeah, Especially. that definitely would have opened Pandora's box on that issue. And it was a case like this maybe five or six years ago between Mac Miller and Laura Finesse. Mm. It was a similar situation where they sampled one of his songs, but it was on a mixtape. It wasn't on the album. But Mac Miller performs the song, so it was a little bit different in yeah. that sense. I was about to say, if it's on a mixtape and you don't perform the song, that's one thing. Yeah. Even though now it's different because it's streaming and you profit off of the, the mm, quote-unquote mixtape. Yeah, release mixtapes But now. back in the, yeah. like, that piff days or hot new hip-hop days, those were just downloads to the website. Yeah. And that only contributed to advertising dollars for well, the website. Exactly. And your clout, basically, as the artist for how many downloads you got. It was not monetized. But once mm-hmm. you start performing those songs at your shows, then yeah. the argument can be made like, oh, well, X percent of people are coming to hear this specific song. Mm-hmm. This is how many times it was done. You know what I'm saying? They can yeah. start making those arguments, which is wild because there's no legal precedent for any of this shit, right? Bada boom, bada bing. I think that's almost everything, unless there's anything else that we did not talk about this week. Anything else important? Anything else uh, we should no. get to? NBA playoffs are going Lakers well. Lakers in four. Yeah, uh, I might give them five. Lakers in four. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Jamal Murray and Jokic some credit. I think the. I think they're gonna. They're gonna do something. They're gonna do one. They're gonna get one. Lakers in four. Um, the Heat and the Celtics. Who you got in that series? Man, I guess I gotta go with Heat. <laughs> Even when I thought they was gonna lose, they won. <laughs> we should do um, finals predictions whenever, whatever podcast is before the final starts. Mm, okay. Um, Make a wager. Yes. I get to pick your new AKAs. All of oh, them? that's or dope. One? All of them. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm down only, to do. Only for one episode, though. I was about to say, you could either. Why do, always people want to make these punk ass bets? This is negotiations. Real bets have man. consequences for a lifetime. This is, these are negotiations. Check this out. All right, so look, you can do all of my AKAs for one episode, or mm. you can add or change one AKA permanently. We can do that. Yeah, that's fair. That's still something. I mean, if one. But I'm going to win anyway, so I'm not tripping. I mean, we're rooting for the same team, so we have to make <laughs> a very true. specific bet. I'm true. happy you that went there true. and not the slap bet route. I was going to recommend that next. <laughs> I felt it in my bet? soul. Mm-hmm. What is the slap bet? <laughs> it was, um, I believe it's from... Um, How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, How I Met Your Mother. I made a bet with my friend. I believe it might have been fantasy football related, actually. <laughs> mm. And like the bet was whoever wins gets to slap the other person. But the thing that made the it wait, bet, the last place person, whoever lost the bet. Oh, oh, oh! I slapped. thought you meant the league. I uh, this was the league. <laughs> this is the like league, a wager right? between two people. <laughs> I got you. I got so you. whoever lost the bet would get slapped by the other person. Okay. And I think the thing that makes it bad is there's no set time. No, date it can happen anytime, oh, anywhere, yeah. under like any circumstances. Slap. So like the shit was. <laughs> I, me, of course. I just love the suspense and the torture of just looming it over some. Like, oh, I'm gonna wait. The thing like, is, I could he got married oh Saturday. I could have slapped God. the shit out of him. If that would have been the longest slap bet like oh game ever, because when you slapped him, I still feel it in my soul. When I slapped him, 
he immediately went into the bathroom when I thought he went to go die. <laughs> I didn't slap him the in the face. I slapped him in the chest. It was so Glad loud. Uh, Hold up. Wait, it was, we were we were in a bar. We were in a bar with plenty of people. And it was loud and it was rowdy. And I promise you, Justin released that slap and it instantly got quiet. Damn. I turned off the ancestors for that slap. Oh, man. It was really bad. <laughs> That's, um... The problem with that is uh, once you get slapped... At least slapped, I didn't slap him in the face. Once that would have been slapped, unacceptable. Once mm-hmm. you get slapped... Can't be friends no more after that. No, the thing <laughs> is, that's the problem. You got to get slapped on the humble. See, any other circumstance when you get slapped, mm-hmm. you have all excuses to fly off the handle. Anything that you do <sighs> after you get slapped, you pretty much... That's almost like getting spit on. That's Usually a grown you get slapped for man. a reason. That's true, but yeah. also as a grown adult man, it's probably explainable whatever you do in a reaction to getting spit on. He or excused slapped. himself. He 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 went to the bathroom, the and we were like, "Is bag. he alive?" They made the me problem go check with in the slap bag. I feel bad after I did it, but you have to suppress your manhood in terms of reaction. Yeah, <laughs> to get a slap, and also if somebody yeah, hit you that hard, you're not gonna. You won't be humbled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm about to fight this. Like, yeah, that, that hurt. Yeah, that's why I said it's just too much. That shit was so next level. But I'm happy to hear that this is just a name change. So this is much better. All right, we'll figure that bet out. <laughs> no, we figured it out. We got it. Oh, it's like that. All right, no. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, this has been another episode of the Self Medicated Podcast. A really good one. I'm happy with this episode. This one was dope. Here, as always, I'm the host, The Wayfair, a.k.a. Quentin Quarantino, a.k.a. Banter Boss, a.k.a. Jon Snow, because I know absolutely nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Here, as always, with the captain of the igloo, young, popular, and friendly, a.k.a. the box hunter, <laughs> a.k.a. one pop poppy, a.k.a. the bottom feeder. Dramatic pause. And here... With special guest DZ Thank you so much for joining Hi, us Hi, thanks um, for having me We'll catch you on the over the counter episode this week And um, we out <laughs> <laughs>